Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Dawson. I'm a working medium, spiritualist minister, certified spiritual life coach, and mentor. My goal is to help support today's modern mediums and spiritual seekers in making strong connections with their own spirit and spirit helpers. I will share all I know about mediumship development and spirituality. I invite you to join me on this journey. Hello, everybody. In today's episode, we're going to take a look at the fundamentals of mediumship. So let's look at the basic fundamental principles of mediumship and the reason for mediumship. Why do we engage in delivering mediumship to people? We are delivering proof of life after physical death. Now, that might seem a bit trite, but giving somebody proof that there's life after physical death can bring so much healing and change within their life. Mediumship in itself is about proof of life after physical death. But really, mediumship is mostly about the living. If that particular medium is really in touch with my loved one, if they're really in touch with my sister, my child, my partner, then what does that mean for my existence here? What does that mean for me being here or born at this time, this place? It really creates all sorts of possibilities within that person. And it encourages them to debate and to discuss either within themselves or maybe with somebody else or a group of like-minded people. This debate is creatively just like food for the soul because it allows people to question and to find their own answers. It allows individuals to come to their own truth. And that is what spirituality is all about. So when we engage in mediumship as a practice, the basics include not just the mechanics of mediumship, but really a commitment, a dedication to that heart-based unfoldment for everybody involved, for the medium, for the recipient, for those in the spirit world. The principles of mediumship are in healing and taking away the fear of death, because really, we know there is no death. But unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that don't have this knowledge yet, and they live in a state of fear. And this fear can stop them from doing so much in this physical existence, stop them from experiencing so many pleasures and joys and achieving new things because they worry about death. Now, we do this by bringing through, we remove that fear by bringing through, you know, objective and emotional forms of evidence. So let's delve in a little bit and talk about objective evidence. A practical fundamental of mediumship is being able to really produce evidence of the communicating soul. So what does that mean? It means that that evidence will happen by way of emotions or through objective evidence. But it all will be subjectively delivered to you. So you may not see people right in front of you. You may not hear things audibly outside your ears. So with Claire audience, but it will all be subjective and within 
yourself as the medium. So in other words, the spirit world is impressing all of this information through you so you can receive information. And, you know, objective evidence might be pictures you get or signs or names or places, or maybe they're going to impress upon you or share with you experiences that they had on the earth plane or memories. And that will be given as that solid proof that that spirit communicator is actually communicating with you. They're going to be bringing through pieces of information that defy logic that you would have no way of knowing. That's the evidence. Now, bringing through memories will take the recipient down memory lane, and it will evoke an emotional response within them. That reminder may bring to them a healing memory of a loved one, you know, who's cherished and nurtured. When we come into emotional evidence, that is the part of the message that includes that spirit person's love for the recipient, or maybe they didn't show their emotions. And so they're taking this opportunity to do that. They may well want to give an apology or ask for in, you know, for forgiveness or, you know, indeed say, I forgive you. It can be such a healing experience. And in the flow of this, it can create a cathartic moment for your recipient. A moment when a shift or release happens for them and a burden is lifted. That is the real purpose of mediumship, ladies and gentlemen. It is to allow somebody a release from something they had held themselves to or that they perceived the spirit world had held them to do. Now, to do that, we really need to have integrity of purpose. That integrity within ourselves is vitally important. Without it, we have no moral compass and may not know in that moment how to gauge if something is helpful or not. We reinforce the foundations of development within ourselves by our spiritualization of self. And for those of you who have taken workshops with me, who sit in my circles, you will know that I'm a big advocate for the spiritualization of self. Now, the fundamentals of this involve learning how to be authentic learning to be okay with and accepting who you really are, and learning to be in that moment with your own soul and the spirit world, and allowing yourself to be absolutely present in that moment. The challenges of being an individual and the experiences that life throws at you are what develop your mediumship. And I say this a lot, and it's so true. What happens to you outside of the development circle, outside of the class, outside of the workshop, what you do in your day-to-day life, what goes on in your personal life plays a huge part in the unfoldment and in the development and in the quality of the mediumship that you produce. Now, if you keep your practice up every single day and you use your mediumship in some way or shape or form, like a muscle, your soul becomes used to being in that, in that capacity, being used in that capacity and becomes familiar with that creative space between the earth plane and the spirit world. 
Now, the more it's used, the more it develops, and the less the mind comes in as the soul just knows what to do. It's almost like you get into this pattern and your awareness quickly shifts and and I want to say goes into a different gear, if you will, and you can move yourself into this different space where you can connect with your own spirit and your spirit helpers. Now, going to development classes or you know sitting in on courses is going to allow you to experience your mediumship. Then it is about what you do in between these courses or classes and how you are allowing your spirit and soul to develop what's happening within that space where you can expand your self-awareness and your mediumship. And Again, just reminding you, self-awareness and your mediumship should not be separate. They actually complement one another. Whether, you know, it's for developing your emotional being or working on your mediumship with your spirit team, sitting in the power is crucial. It is the backbone to your mediumship. Allow yourself that space with spirit to develop whatever needs to be done. Now, some people will go, well, how long should I sit in the power? How long should I sit with spirit? And it's like any relationship. The more time that you sit and you spend with your spirit helpers, the stronger the connection, the link, the deeper that rapport is with your helpers. So let's say, for example, you're wanting to get to know somebody and you guys get on really well, but you don't know a lot about them. If you were to just sit with them five minutes a week or 10 minutes a week, it's going to take you a long time to really get to know who they are as a person, to move beyond just some of the surface stuff that you can pick up or observe. It takes time and it's like any relationship. The more time that you invest in sitting with spirit the more that you are going to be able to produce a stronger connection with them, develop a deeper relationship with them, and it will enhance the quality of your mediumship. So, you know, if you only spend 10 minutes or a half an hour once a week, let's say even two hours a week, go over the course of a year, that's not a lot of time. So, What I recommend is find a time that works for you. So if it is sitting 10 minutes a day, then 10 minutes is better than nothing. But if you can sit for half an hour every day, awesome. If you can sit for an hour, brilliant. Not everybody has that time and that's okay. And the spirit world understands that. So don't feel like you have to meet a certain mark, but having the understanding that the more time you spend with spirit, sitting in that space with them, allowing them to draw close and to blend with you, knowing that that is going to enhance your rapport and your mediumship should inspire you to sit for longer. And, you know, there's all these different terms. They're sitting in the power. They're sitting. They're sitting with spirit. And we're not expecting or looking for anything when we're sitting with spirit. We're sitting for spirit because they know best. So many times in our development, particularly in our early years, we have this 
idea or this preconceived notion of what our mediumship should look like and how it should unfold and not allowing the spirit world to co-create with us, to work with us, to inspire us, to lead and guide. And if we look at the word spirit guide, let's emphasis on the guide part, allow them to guide knowing that they come from that vibration of love and that their intentions, their knowledge, their ability to see a greater picture of what's taking place for us and within our environment can really help support support us personally and professionally and mediumistically. So when you are sitting with spirit, let them lead you. In your mediumship, ask the spirit, ask your helpers, what would you like for me? What do you want for me? What kind of mediumship needs to be developed? And if you don't get any answers, just stay in the stillness. I've had lots of students say, well, I want to develop trance or I want to develop communication mediumship. And we know that there's so many different types of mediumship, but have you ever taken a moment and paused and just been in the stillness and said, spirit, what is best for me? What kind of mediumship needs to be developed? The clarity and the knowing will come those answers will come as you align more with the base of your mediumship within that soul. You're going to become more sure, more confident about what you bring to the spirit world, to what you bring to those that you help, those that you have chosen to be of service to, and to yourself as well. Sitting in the power We are able to understand our own assumptions, perceptions, prejudices, and even our belief systems. And as we begin the unfolding process through our spiritual awareness, we become more accepting of ourselves and more accepting of others as well. And there's a big thing that People need to be mindful of when they are working as a medium, when you're working with the public, when you're working with the spirit world, when you are developing, it is really, really important, ladies and gentlemen, to keep your ego in check. Your ego's job is to try and have control, to know what's coming up next, and to try and make sure that you know what you're doing. We are letting go of the ego when we are developing our mediumship. We're not getting rid of the ego. We're letting go of it. We're acknowledging it and then allowing ourselves to be in that space. As your mediumship develops, allow yourself to engage in formal training. There's so many people that say, I'm a natural born medium. I'm a natural born psychic medium. I don't need any training. And I don't agree with that. I do believe that many people are born with mediumistic powers of awareness, but through formal training, through having a mentor, you can better understand those abilities and how they work through you as a unique individual. And they can help you through establishing a strong foundation that can support and advance and improve the quality of your mediumship. And there's not one person that knows everything. 
And you may find that you resonate with a tutor or a mentor, and then you may resonate with another one. You know, personally, I still have two mentors, um, Reverend Ann Larson and Tony Stockwell. I love them so much. I have also had other mentors along the way, and you need to follow what resonates with you. And through their experiences, through their teaching, through their guidance, it's only going to help support your development, help support you on your spiritual journey and this work that you're doing as a medium. But it's not the be all and end all of your mediumship. Okay. So there's more to your mediumship than just the formal training, but that is up to your soul. Everybody's mediumship works so differently. So one thing that I always tell people is do not compare yourself to anybody else. And please don't be a copycat. Please do not try to be like anybody else. It takes away your natural expression. Again, remember, you're a unique individual and the spirit world has decided to work with you because you have a unique set of abilities and qualities that they can utilize to touch as many lives as possible. So don't go mucking with it, please. Okay. You're perfect just the way you are. If you are just yourself, you can express who you are through your own soul. Learn how your mediumship works. It's so, so important. Be logical and rational as you encounter, you know, different theories and concepts and different ideas and thoughts and frameworks out there, okay? The spirit world keeps things really simple for us and they make it as natural, just like, you know, walking or breathing. They don't overcomplicate things. Find yourself a good tutor who's logical and rational Find a good teacher who knows the fundamentals of mediumship and the mechanics as well. That way, when you begin to understand your own mediumship, it's going to make a lot more sense for you. Allow yourself to sit in the power and develop who you are as a person. Who you are is who your mediumship is going to be manifesting through. Let your mediumship naturally bloom and let yourself be part of the spirit team that works with you and really coming together that is supportive of one another. We are not subservient to the spirit world and they are certainly not subservient to us. And it's important that we don't put these demands on the spirit world. Treat them like friends. I often use the the phrase or the term of reference that they're my spirit team are my spirit friends, and they really are my friends. And I certainly would not want to put demands on them um, because I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be being a very good friend. And I certainly wouldn't want somebody talking to me that way or treating me in that in that way. Mediumship relies on people who wish to serve mankind. The team that works with you from the spirit world have taken that pledge or that oath to serve humanity. They have chosen to work with you either because they know you or resonate with you in some way or your souls just blend together. They're also working with you because you, within your own soul, feel that need to serve humanity. Sit with the spirit world to deepen your blend with them. You'll be able to hold the space and the connection within that power for longer. The more you practice holding that space, the longer you can maintain that connection with spirit. 
you will be able to feel that link with your team. Do your training, sit in the power, formalize how you understand your mediumship and allow it to be natural. This means sometimes you're just going to have to take the handbrake off and roll with it because the spirit world and your soul know it's best. Expecting more of ourselves brings us nourishment for the soul or food for the soul. We also need to develop that relationship with ourselves and with the divine. That comes through sitting in the power, but also through prayer. Not prayer you religiously say before bedtime or before eating your meals. Those prayers, maybe they're affirmations or ones of gratitude. They're lovely. They're wonderful. But a prayer to bring the divine into the soul is one that originates from the soul and feels inspired. That conversation builds your relationship with your creator. And when that conversation becomes more heightened and in tune, your mediumship then restricts itself far, far less. The mind knows and trusts that the soul knows what it's doing and it gets in the way a lot less. And within our mediumship, it's really important that we practice discipline. Holding a connection with the spirit world also requires some discipline. We all need discipline in different areas of our life. And it might be needed in the things that you eat or you drink, the way that you exercise, or maybe the way that you look within your mind. Mediumship is no different. If we don't have discipline, our mediumship will be a true reflection of that lack of discipline with a lack of boundaries or borders. Mediumship development will increase your sensitivities. And as they increase, you will naturally become a little bit more emotional. Honestly, it's just a natural byproduct. Do not be surprised if you begin to get a little irritated by things that you never used to, or you become more emotional in a way that you never used to. You may become more aware of the emotions of other people. All of these are signs that your natural instinct and emotional self are developing. As spirit steps in to overshadow you, you may begin to lose sense of part of your physical body or loss of all sense of the whole body altogether. That might start working with your etheric body where you begin to wonder if you're tilting or turning in a chair or if a chair is moving or it's kind of like topsy-turvy. You may begin to feel like you are drifting out of your body, or you may lose awareness of everything. You might come back thinking you've been sleeping. Now, if you have been sleeping, you are likely to have woken yourself up snoring or falling off your chair. So it's unlikely that that's what was happening. The spirit world probably came in and moved into your consciousness to, it moved it to a place where that conscious mind is kept busy in a daydream picture or a story. And your subconscious mind has gone and joined the spirit world, just like in the altered state or what you call that deep state of trance, also known as sleep. When you start to feel that this is beginning to make sense, that is often the point where the spirit world starts to change things for you. It's more of an acknowledgement than a warning. So when things begin to feel very comfortable and your mediumship, you know, begins to feel like, hey, I know what I'm doing here and I know how to um, receive messages and I know what to expect. 
be prepared. There's going to be change coming up. The spirit world does this. And the only way you can be the best worker for the spirit world and for humanity is if you continually evolve your mediumship. I remember when I was starting to develop mediumship, I used to see clairvoyantly, but objectively. So I used to see people in 3D. And even when I was a little kid, a toddler, I still have memories of seeing spirit 3D. And when I started developing my mediumship, that's how it worked. And then it changed to seeing them subjectively. So within my mind's eye. And that happened for a few years. And then all of a sudden I wasn't seeing anything anymore. And I started to panic. I didn't know what was going and I thought my mediumship just disappeared and I was completely devastated. So this is where it is important to have a good mentor who is solid and rational and has a good understanding of the fundamentals of mediumship. I called my mentor and explained what was happening. And she said, oh, Courtney, don't worry about it. And I said, well, what do you mean don't worry about it? My mediumship's gone. I can't see anymore. She said, no, 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 just just sit in the power, stay in that stillness and, and ask the spirit world what's happening. So I followed her advice and I did. And the spirit world said, Courtney, we've taken that ability away temporarily and we are working with you in a different way. Get used to feeling. And I said, what? And so what they were doing was, is they were adding in another faculty. So it was clairsentience, that clear feeling. And it took me about a good month to six weeks to get really comfortable with it. So I was understanding what I was feeling because with clairvoyance, I was just seeing images and then having to describe what I was seeing. Okay, no problem. But then when the spirit would draw close and blend with me, I'd begin to feel, you know, their shape, their size, physical symptoms or conditions that they had that had caused their physical departure. And I could feel their emotional state. And then I could feel their height and their shape and all kinds of cool stuff. And I said, why? Why are you guys doing this? And they said, because we want you to become a more well-rounded medium. So, you know, If you get used to something and really comfortable, expect change to come, okay? It's not a punishment. It is to simply help your mediumship to involve or unfold more, and it's to make you to be a stronger medium, okay? But it's not that you're going back to the beginning. It is that you've increased your awareness and then heightened your spirituality and your soul's evolving. What you understood in one way before, you're gaining a different understanding of. It makes you feel like you are back at the beginning because you're completely outside of your comfort zone again, but at a different level. What we expect is that it will be a journey. And so wherever you find yourself in your mediumship, it doesn't matter if you've been doing it for a couple months, you've been doing it for 20 years, the spirit world will always grow and, and stretch our mediumship and increase our awareness of self and to help strengthen and support your own medium your own mediumship is through the spiritualization of self and through sitting in the power. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. 
And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events, you can go to mediumcourtneydawson.com or check me out on Instagram at mediumcourtneydawson. Have a great day, guys.